Welcome to the CDM Podcast, a production of Contagious Disciple Making. We exist to catalyze movement through coaching, community, and communication. We created this podcast to help everyday Christians to become world-changing disciple makers. I'm Paul Watson, and this is Rebecca Ewing, and you are listening to the CDM Podcast. As always, we say this before every podcast, like, share, five-star rate, and review this podcast. Download the CDM app. If you haven't done it yet, you need to. You can go to Google. You can go to Apple. You can search for Contagious Disciple Making and download that app right to your phone and access a whole growing platform, a library of resources to help you as you are making disciples Um, in your community and ultimately joining with people around the world. Super cool to have that app there and I hope that you're using it. Now, while you're there, you can support this podcast by following the link to our Patreon account. And your support allows us to continue to offer and create new content to support disciple makers like you as you transform your communities with the gospel of the kingdom. And as a thank you to those that give at least $5 a month, you will have access to all of our premium content uh, and a library of premium content, in fact, that we have available online just for you that dives even deeper into the challenges and tips for disciple making. All right. All right. Today. Today, we will be talking about why you may not be progressing in your conversations, in your relationships with those who don't know Jesus. Now, if you've been around the CDM community for a while, you're probably very familiar with the conversation quadrants. But if this is your first podcast you've ever listened to, I'm going to go through them really quickly. First of all, you draw an XY axis on a sheet of paper. That's what you need to do. In the top left hand, you're going you're gonna to label that quadrant casual. And in the top right hand, you're going to label it meaningful. The bottom right hand, you're going to label it spiritual. And the bottom left hand, you are going to label discovery. And these are the kind of conversations we have and an easy way to help us track where the relationship is and how the conversation's going and how to begin praying for people. And also that we are intentionally trying to guide conversations over the time deeper and deeper to where now we're starting in the discovery part, we're starting to share stories from the Bible and hopes to offer them eventually to do a discovery Bible group along with us. And so what, what we're going to be talking about today is that what happens as you're you're looking at these quadrants and you have people who are just kind of they hanging out and your your conversations are hanging out in the casual perhaps sometimes meevil you just seem to be stuck you just yeah. seem to be stuck and not really progressing forward in having deeper conversations with them and so there are various reasons for it you know we, it's amazing paul and i we get these kind of convert this kind of questions why am i stuck or why am i not seeing progress it's like, well, there's a variety of things that could be. And, and so really the question needs to be, and I think a lot of people need to think about it first off, just simply, is it us or is it them? You know, it's like, <laughs> what, what part of it is that, you know, our part that we can be doing better or do differently? Is there something else or is it the, is it them and yeah. anything, or even a third, which is, is it timing? Is it just something with the timing that's off? So we're going to be talking about, a few different things that it could be in brief. Yeah, so for the first thing I like to ask when we're looking at people who may be struggling to see their relationship with people who don't know Jesus progress is a question of priority. 
Have we, have you made the, these people a priority in your life? And that, what that means specifically is, are you willing to say no to things that come along that will keep you from being around these people, these people who don't know Jesus? Now, that may mean saying no to really good things, but you're saying no because you're making them a priority. I mean, you might have your church come up to you and say, do you want to be an elder of the church? And you've got to really stop and pray and think and go, wait a second, if my priority is making disciples, will being an elder interfere with my ability to be around the lost people? And if it does, then maybe I need to have a conversation with my church about maybe ways that we can adjust things, or, or maybe I might consider not doing it at all if my priority truly is making disciples. Yeah, the real point, uh, the real point in this is that as any relationship, you have to spend real time with people mm -hmm. in order to be able to, for that relationship to get more serious. So in other words, you know, we can't expect to have really deep conversations with somebody if we only see them once, you know, five, every month to two months and or, and or when we're with them, it's really not in a place that's conducive for that. So in other words, it, usually what we say in CDM is that, you know, once you're you're getting to, you're trying to really get to a place where you get to know something, know a person, you really need to be in a meaningful place with them, at least at the very least once every other week with yeah, them. Twice and, a month. And when we, yeah, at, at, well, at least, and when we say meaningful, we mean that you're spending a, a significant amount of chunk of time just being around them where you can have deeper conversation with them. So, you know, this is what we say. We have to have, I mean, if you, you, you kind of know this is true. If you haven't seen a person for like a month, then the conversation you have with them is basically like, oh man, what has happened an entire month? And you basically say a few things, but you're, you're really not close to them enough to be able to have these deeper conversations. So that may, that number one, that may be that is that you're not spending enough time with the person. Yeah. You're not making them a priority. The second one is maybe you don't know how to be able to have deeper conversations. And, and it could be completely about skill, which is totally reasonable. In America these days, a lot of people don't know how to dive into deep relationships, whether it's with colleagues at work or friends or strangers that we meet, and sometimes even our own families, we struggle to have conversations. And so you need to do what it takes to be able to talk, think about ways to talk to people, to know how to develop friendships as adults. Uh, a couple of resources that I really like, um, there is a, there's a book out there called um, Stress-Free um, Small Talk. It's a great book to sit there and talk about how to have meaningful small talk with people that can develop relationships. And there's a myriad of resources out there online talking about how to develop friendships as adults that I think would be very helpful as well. And, and you know, it, there are also other resources that we have too that talk about how best to be able to walk through the conversation quadrant. In fact, uh, the other podcast we're going to release this week actually talks about how to have conversations, the, you know, the different kinds of conversations as a, you know, while seeking the silo, while, while trying to include other members of their family and the people important to them. And so if you look on our app with underneath uh, learn disciple making and engagement, 
there's a lot of things that we talk about when it comes to conversations. So you look there, you know, sometimes we just don't know how to be able to start a, a spiritual conversation well, uh, you know, or maybe we try to, but it's so awkward and unnatural that it, you know, you start hearing, you know, crickets chirping after you say what you have to say. And people and, start looking for the exits. And, and it's not because necessarily they're unwilling to talk about spiritual things. And so, again, it may be just something we're not really good at yet. But that's the thing is between the Holy Spirit and also our willingness to learn, we can be able to make that progress forward. But that may be it. Number two, it might be we just need to, to learn better how to be able to have conversations. Yeah. Number three is intentionality. So are we, we've, we've talked about making them a priority. We've talked about increasing our knowledge and ability. This third one on intentionality is when we are in the space with them, are we being intentional about building relationships and, and are we being intentional about creating relational space and time for deeper conversations? If it's just a drive-by, hey, John, as he's in his cubicle at work, then we're probably not going to be able to have a good conversation with him just on the drive-by or even just hanging on the cubicle, talking to him uh, right there. What instead we might want to do is say, hey, John, I'm heading over to uh, get a, a burger for lunch. Do you want to come with me? And now we've been intentional about creating a space where conversations can happen out of the work context that might go deeper into things that may or may not be appropriate to talk about in the work context, you know, spiritual things. Some places are really, really, you know, hesitant to allow that to happen. But if you go for a burger with a colleague, it can happen there in that space. And you've been intentional about creating it and intentional in listening to your, your colleague and responding to what they're saying. Right. And more on that point, you know, when we, we are in conversation with them, are we really listening to get to know them? Are we listening to see, asking God as we're listening, you know, help us to see what they're really struggling with. Help me, help, help me to see what's really, you know, something that I can connect with them on and talk with them about, you know, and then once I do, you know, how can I start, you know, listening to, in the listening of their thoughts, be able to share some of mine. So we're, we're, we're thinking like, this is where we're going. Now, the whole point of it is that we're not trying to force something to happen, mm -hmm. force a spiritual conversation, force a story every single time we get together. But what it does mean is that we are leaning forward and, and being aware of those opportunities, asking good questions that help bring out you know, uh, meaningful topics and what we talk about, maybe following up, maybe you left a situation and you're like, oh, I should have said this, or I, I want I, I should have shared this story. It's not too late. You can come back and now say intentionally, you know what? I was thinking about that the other day, what you said the other day. And I just made me think of this story, or it made me think of this. And you can pick right back up again, again, as, as us being intentional, about how we develop relationship with them, with the, their people, and also in how we talk to them. The other side of intentionality is this one too. And I've seen this happen a lot. 
Um, after we started Discovery Bible Study with them and their family and group, um, we need to make sure that we're spending time with them relationally outside of the Discovery Bible Study. If the only time you spend with them from the first DBS onward is within the Bible Study itself uh, or, or, or coaching them. Or coaching it. them through it, you know, they may feel like they're victims of a bait and switch. Oh, the only reason that you were getting to know me and being my friend was because you wanted to, to have this, this Bible study and you really don't care about me personally. And so, you know, you've got to ask the question, do you really care about them or did you want to just get to a discovery Bible study? Hopefully, if you've been listening to us long enough, you'll realize the point is we want to really care and have the Bible study flow from a place of caring, intentionally, deliberately flow from a place of, of love and caring. So if you started a Discovery Bible study already, make sure you have them over for a movie night. Make sure you grab pizza. Make sure you go to the lake or the beach together and do all of those great things. So another reason why that you may be stuck in the, in the, or what, through the conversation quadrants is maybe you're not stuck. Maybe um, not. You know, there, that is actually sometimes that where I see that, you know, there, there are various different personalities and people out there. There's some people who they're so relaxed about everything that, you know, they're fine with the fact that they've had a relationship with somebody for two, three years, and they've never had a spiritual conversation. It's like, it will happen in God's timing. And then we're, we are usually have to come in and say like, okay, well, we need to realize that this should have happened by now. Right. This, there's those kind of, but then there's the opposite people who feel like, well, I've had three conversations with them and I haven't had a spiritual conversation yet. So I guess they're not interested. And we're like, hold on. That's also not necessarily the case either. Exactly. You know, so sometimes we have to just be patient and continue to develop the relationship and, and lean in and pray for opportunities. But guys, this is also why that we need to be developing relationships with lost people in various different areas of our life and not just one. Mm-hmm. Not just hanging on to that one person, hoping that one person will talk to us. But, you know, engaging in our workplace and different hobbies, uh, you know, diff- our neighborhoods, various places within the community, we need it that we're and where we volunteer, you know, we need to be having a, a variety of different people and places that we are, so that, you know, as we're doing this, if we seem to be slowing down or having a delay in one area, we can just di- reprioritize, divert, or just be patient in that area while we're working and developing other areas too. So we can be, we can trust God for timing and work around the timing issue. But this is again, why we in community help have these conversations. It helps us to know whether our expectations are too high or I guess in in a sense too low (laughs) in some other cases. Right. I just want to say on that real quick is that if you're only engaging one or two people or even one small group of people, you are going to be more inclined to push them faster than they need to go or not push enough because you're afraid of pushing them away, of losing that one person or group. The other thing is that if something happens and they're not in that space and not ready for it or whatever, you're going to be more likely to spend a lot of time and get stuck. And then that'll start making you feel demoralized. 
Satan will start to make you feel unsuccessful, and you're more likely to stop making disciples. So it's really, really essential to be engaging lost people in multiple communities and, and, and everything so that you can be there and ready when God reveals through your conversations that he is wanting that relationship to progress and you're deliberately partnering with him. So speaking of timing, the last point point that we just talked about really was regarding with people who want to go too fast mm-hmm. and say, I want to go really fast. And so we had, so, Hey, we may just need to be, to be patient and let things work. The other part is probably more in problems with people who take things too slowly. Oh yeah, that happens. And, and so the que- that the number five is are okay. We do have to have the conversation support is, are they the right people and, or at least are they the right people at this moment? You know, they right. just don't seem to be open at this time. You know, Paul, I think you, you, you were saying like, as you, as you and other movement leaders say that there are certain indicators in which of a person is someone that we should be investing time in. Yeah. I always look to see, first of all, are they open to relationship? If they run the other way when you're coming, or don't really want to have more than a monosyllable conversation with you, then they're probably not open to relationship with you. And that's okay. That is okay. There are a lot of people out there that you can reach. Second of all, are they hungry for spiritual things? I mean, if you mention things that are spiritual in nature, not necessarily even Christian, but just spiritual things in nature, and they show no interest whatsoever, it's probably not the right person to be working with. And then finally, are they sharing? And this is the one that people people ignore the most, to be honest, is are they willing to take the conversations you're having and the stories that you're sharing with them about God's word and sharing with, with their friends and family and other colleagues? If they're not willing to share them within just the cat, that context before a discovery Bible study, then they're less likely to be able to share them or want to share them once you get into a discovery Bible study in the first place. Most people might try to start discovery Bible studies with people who are merely spiritually interested. So mm-hmm. in other words, they, they, they will at some level talk with you some intellectually about spiritual things. And, but they're not doing it, you know, anything about the things that you're saying. They're not sharing them with other people. And then, but still, again, out of really wanting to be able to start a discovery Bible study, some people are like, oh, you know, now I can go ahead and share it, you know, ask them to do a discovery Bible study. And then they're surprised either when they say no, or when they do, they're not really seeming to be seeking through the process. They're not doing anything. They're not sharing it with other people. Why isn't that happening? Because you're starting them with, the wrong people, or at least the wrong right. people, the people have not developed enough, you know, they're, they're at a place where they might be mildly, you know, interested in having an interesting conversation, but they're not really coming to a place where they're truly ready to seek God. And so that's, that's number five. Are they the right people? And then there's our last one. Our last one, prayer. Guys, we save this for last because it is the most important. Have you prayed? Have you fasted? Have you mobilized other believers around the world to pray and fast for the people that you're engaging? Guys, we make no mistake. We are in a spiritual battle. 
In the Bible, it talks about people who are lost being chained and blinded by the father of lies, Satan himself. And so we've got to fight a spiritual battle with spiritual tools, first of which is prayer and fasting. The third of which is the one we, you know, we talk about a lot, the discovery Bible study, the word of God itself, as God uses it as a sword to penetrate deep within us and cut through those lies. But we have to use spiritual things. And furthermore, this one too is that it's not just something we could do ourselves. I know that if you're an American listening to this, we often think, I got what it takes. I can do this by myself. That American individualism comes out. But I am telling you this, that this is not the place to be individualistic. Spiritual warfare is not the place to be individualistic. You have to mobilize massive amounts of people to overcome the enemies that are blinding these friends and family and colleagues from being able to see the spiritual truth that Jesus is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, and his kingdom is the best kingdom that anyone could ever want to live in, both here and hereafter. And and the thing is, is we often stop short at how much prayer that we need in order to break past these barriers. And we have to keep on seeking keep on asking prayer until we see a breakthrough and that, mm-hmm. or we just realize that, okay, well, we have been praying for a while. And so perhaps there's some other people that you need to talk to. But before that guys, you know, just a, a quick thing. A lot of people do not mobilize prayer for what they're doing because they don't think that what they're doing is worth other people's oh, yeah. praying for. And, and this is not just, and, and, and you know, this most often happens with people who are in first world countries, such as America and Canada, because they are, they're like, well, you know, all I'm doing is talking to my neighbor. All I'm doing is talking to a coworker. I shouldn't be asking a lot of people to be praying for this. It's really not that big of a deal. It's not like I'm, you know, on a mission trip to Africa or anything. And so, and the, and that's just a wrong mindset. We have to realize your coworkers, your neighbors are every bit as worth people praying for them and their lost soul as people in the middle of Africa. You know, we have to realize that we are all in this together. So if we're praying for people in Africa and they're praying for us and we're praying for each other, we're going to see God work in amazing ways and answer our prayers because he is a God who answers prayer. Yeah, God's love does not discriminate. Jesus Christ died on the cross for me. He died it, died for my neighbors, and he died for that village in Africa. All of us, are, are he has died for all of us so that we could enter into a relationship with him. And, and that's what this is all about. And I hope that you see that. I hope that as we've gone through that, that this is helpful if this is something that you've been struggling with. So you've been listening to the CDM podcast. We want to ask that you like, share, five-star rate, and review this podcast. And we're going to be back after a break to talk about how we can reach entire groups of people through how we have conversations with them using the conversation quadrants. Now that's premium content and you can listen to our premium content by becoming a $5 a month supporter on our Patreon page. That's patreon.com slash faithworks, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash faithworks, or just click on the link in the description and get right over there and make your account. 
Thanks for listening to the CDM Podcast. To hear part two, become a supporter on our Patreon page. If you're listening in the CDM app, you can click below or you can find the link in the description. For coaching or other resources, connect with us at ContagiousDiscipleMaking.com or download the Contagious Disciple Making app.